Welcome to the Pharmacy Quality Solutions Quality Corner Show, where we talk quality of healthcare and explore what that actually means. Let's dig into performance measurements, the equipped platform, pharmacy goals, and personal goals. We will also occasionally cover topical healthcare news and maybe throw into the conversation a few of our own nerdy passions and hobbies. So turn us up. The Quality Corner Show starts now. Hello, Quality Corner Show listeners. This is your host, Nick Dorich, and we welcome you to the next episode of the Quality Corner Show. Back on episode 29, we talked about how year-to-date scores change over the course of a year. Well, now our listeners and equipped users should have performance score data for the first half of the 2020 calendar year to review. That takes us to the topic for today's episode, number 43, reviewing performance measure results for the first half of the 2020 year. This is a great time for us to stop and reflect. What has been successful in this year and how do we drive success to finish the year on a high note? We have previously spoken about the quality improvement basics and the necessity of having a quality improvement process. Those steps, just to jog your memory, include establishing a culture of quality, determining and prioritizing areas for improvement, collecting and analyzing data, communicating results, committing to ongoing evaluation, and finally, spreading your success. This discussion today is going to focus on those steps of analyzing data and communicating results. It might be difficult for me to effectively cover this topic by myself, and for that reason, today, we bring back our equip expert, Cora Islanders, from the PQS team to help us with the discussion to talk about what changes we might be seeing in the data within Equip, what it means, and what we can do about it. So, Cora, without further ado, welcome back to the show. How are you doing today? Yeah, thanks, Nick. Doing well. It's always fun to chat with you on the podcast. We are entering my favorite time of the year weather-wise and quality improvement-wise, so I'm glad to be here to talk through all of the opportunity that exists for this time of the year. Absolutely. I agree with you. Uh, Also, my favorite time of the year. I think uh, it's it's certainly a great time for us, and it's a real push to get us to the end and uh, and have some success. So we're going to jump right into things for today. That means logging into the Equip dashboard and reviewing year-to-date trends. Now, by the time this episode's come out, Equip users will have uh, probably seven full months of claims data and performance scores for the calendar year or year-to-date view in Equip. So, Cora, from your perspective, what should users be looking out for? How should a pharmacy look at this data, and how can they determine what their action plan is going to be? Yeah, trends really are just so important there. So, I would absolutely recommend that those pharmacies take a minute to really look at their equip dashboard and understand how they are trending within their quality measures and within their prioritized health plan or PBM programs. So a really quick way to understand how you're trending, you know, at an aggregate level for any given measure is to utilize that trend line that exists within the performance dashboard. So you'll find this right next to the measure name, and it will show you your historic performance in the measure and how you are currently trending versus the prior month of data. So a green dot will indicate that you're trending you know, in the right direction for that measure, and a red dot will mean that your performance may be trending in the wrong direction. So this quick overview can provide you a one-look visual to understand if you need to 
maybe make an adjustment and correct course on that measure or if you're headed in the right direction. So to then take it one step further, under the performance score for any of your measures, you'll see an analyze performance button. And that button will really unlock quite a bit of helpful information. So if you click there, you'll be provided with your performance information versus some various benchmarks. It'll also provide you your stratified scores at each line of business. But what I really want to call to attention to here is the Analyze Performance button view is the Quality Improvement Programs table. This table allows you to see your performance in each health plan or PBM program with any quip. Is there a certain program of interest for your pharmacy? You can see your number of patients, performance score, and how that compares to the goal for that program, or even your percentile rank in that program. So each one of these data points is vital to understanding how you're performing currently, and perhaps what work needs to be done in the remainder of the year to ensure that you can end up just where you want to be. You can use this information to do quite a few things, but we recommend that you use it to create a list of priorities. This helps you best in crunch times when it comes to focusing on those outliers that you can help get across the hypothetical adherence finish line. Thanks, Cora. When it comes to those priorities and how a pharmacy sets some of that information, um, there, there's going to be specific details that they need to understand for their best form of success. And ultimately, the pharmacy is going to understand that from their perspective. So if you're someone that's in a chain pharmacy that's maybe talking with your uh, district leader or uh, someone else in management around what priorities are the most important. For an independent pharmacy, it may be looking at and having that conversation with your PSAO if you use one for contracting purposes. Is there any other guidance that you would say as a generalization on where you get that information and how you should set those priorities? Yeah, I think you covered it really well. You know, different organizations may have different um, priorities that they want to uh, make known. So as, as a pharmacist really working within the portal, if you're an independent, um, you can absolutely set those priorities by yourself. You can uh, reconcile those priorities with maybe some of those uh, contracting points, as, as you mentioned, Nick. But it, it really just comes to the point that you just want to have a list of things that you are going to work on in the next uh, four months. Thanks. We'll go to our next question, Cora. On this podcast and through other education avenues, it has been discussed that performance scores for adherence measures will decrease throughout the course of the year if we're looking at year-to-date scores. This may still come as a shock to some of the pharmacies reviewing their performance data, but it does make sense based on how the measures are evaluated. Can you give us some perspective on why we see this phenomenon also, if you don't mind, let's discuss how pharmacies can get ahead of that decline so they can maximize year-end performance. Yeah, so at a high level, when looking at the performance scores for the adherence measures, we do see a trend line that stays pretty steady at the beginning and gradually decreases towards the end for the year-to-date measurement period. So due to patients needing two fills to qualify for these adherence measures, that's why we see those scores remain fairly steady through May and June as patients, whether filling a 30 or a 90 day supply, start to just qualify for the measure. Then what happens towards the middle and the end of the year is we see a very consistent population of patients who have qualified for the measure, 
But the fluctuation comes in patients who are not achieving or not maintaining their adherence to that specified medication. So it essentially becomes a race against time because once that second fill happens, qualifying the patient for the measure, patients must have medication on hand for 80% of the remaining days in the year after that first fill. So this is why health plans look towards the patient's providers, including the pharmacists, to help keep them adherent through the end of the year. And while we can face some substantial hurdles at the end of the year, as patients may be focused on staying home during flu season, having limited number of provider visits due to COVID restrictions, and maybe just wanting to focus more on the holiday season than prioritizing picking up their medication, we, we would then look to suggest to pharmacists uh, to really just try and get ahead of that decline. So we know that those things are in play and those things are set to happen, but how can we set ourselves up for success now? So maybe it's working on synchronizing medications for patients so they're able to be more efficient when they see you. Perhaps it's providing 90-day fills during these times where most people are homebound. A couple of these approaches, um, maybe with some additional proactive outreach to check in on your patients to ensure they're doing well with their medication can really go a long way. So there are many things that can be done to beat the decline. And as providers, each of our equipped users know what may best suit each patient. So we are here to just empower you to make those interventions happen and make those best calls for your patients. Thanks for that explanation, Cora. Your last point there really resonates with me, and I think it's something that's important for our, everyone to understand with the performance measures. The, the measures, as we've talked about, they are based on specifications and with the data. Uh, and once so many days are missed, you can't get those days back. We've lost that opportunity. Now, as it goes to how we best address it, being proactive is always the key. Having an action plan uh, is there. It's always easier to modify an action plan or correct an action plan if it's already in place than it is to start from scratch when you're reaching towards the end of the year. Now, we're going to go to our last question. And as we enter crunch time for the end of the year, pharmacies are going to be facing many pressures. This could be due to immunizations, Medicare open enrollment, point of care testing. And yes, we're still having a focus on adherence interventions. Much like a famous pop artist share, we all wish that we could turn back time. Given the unrealistic aspirations to be a time lord, how can a pharmacy maximize their adherence interventions with only a few months remaining at the end of the year? I know you talked about this a little bit and some ways pharmacy can uh, really address that, but if we can dive real deep here into what a pharmacy can consider and how they can maximize the use of the data, I think this would be a great point to end on for our listeners. Yeah, well, first of all, that was a fabulous share reference. You know, if I could reach for the stars, I would give them all to our frontline pharmacists during these crazy times. But really, I think this is where setting up a solid team-based system to outreach to any of your patients or specifically your outliers is incredibly important. So engage a team within your pharmacy to follow a step-by-step plan to help outreach to those patients and work to increase their adherence. So maybe this looks like having a checklist for anyone in the pharmacy to reach out to those outlier patients. The checklist could start with maybe just having a conversation to identify the barrier that the patient may be experiencing. Then you could work to set up on maybe an automatic fill, maybe a delivery, or even med syncing the patient's medications. 
And then finish the intervention with just asking them if they need any additional services or guidance. So you had mentioned that we're going into Medicare open enrollment, or maybe this, this patient would just like a flu vaccination, but didn't know that they could easily get one when they come to pick up their medicine. So these outreaches can help you set up specific times for those patients to come in and get all of those services that they need at one time. So not only will this help your patients, but it will also maximize the pharmacist time and also engage that entire staff around whole patient care. So I truly think that if the resources and intentionality are there, that team approach will help the pharmacy maximize their time, performance scores, and profits towards the end of the year. Cora, thanks for that final description there. It's really important to have a team-based approach to finishing out the year because the success for us isn't going to be just based on one individual or one patient intervention. It's going to be based on what we all do in managing the care. So I think we're going to go ahead and, and finish out for today. And Cora, many thanks to you for once again joining on the Quality Corner Show. Uh, you're a tremendous help for the pharmacies, and we appreciate your knowledge and insight. You actually joined the PQS team in a rather unique way, working as a coach for pharmacies. You've since transitioned to a new work uh, as a member of the PQS team, and we appreciate your continued efforts to help improve our patient care. In the last few episodes, some of our guests have utilized a keyword when it comes to quality improvement, that being intention or intentionality. This is a remarkable coincidence, or, or maybe not. But between you and I, that word, intentionality, has been utilized many times in our conversations at PQS. Success doesn't happen by accident. It's something you have to commit to. Before we close, it would be great if you could share with our audience the importance of that word, intentionality, about utilizing Equip and how you helped coach pharmacies to success. Yeah, and it really is just such a great word. We live in a world of uncertainty, and I think that 2020 has especially proved that point. Intentionality can provide really just a solid stepping stone for us to make certain the uncertain world around us. So the data that we share and equip maybe just is numbers without intention behind it. Here at PQS, it's our intention to share data with our users educate about that data so that it can be your guys' intention to help as many of your patients as possible achieve positive health outcomes. So this intentionality can come through understanding what's in front of you, planning how you're best suited to positively impact it, and taking the initiative to make that happen. And while each of us you know, may have our own flavor as to what this looks like, it's truly just the intentionality and consistency that's key in making these things happen. And so that's what I've truly tried to promote when coaching and working with pharmacies is that it's so important to have that plan and just the intent to make the difference that you and I, Nick, know that each pharmacy can make. Thank you, Cora, for once again participating in the Quality Corner Show. It's important to continuously review and understand performance information so that we can improve our processes as a pharmacy. And ultimately, that means improvement for the patients that we serve. These efforts do take time. We must make them a routine part of our experience. While many pharmacies look to their equip scores at this halfway point, it's even more important to use that information to craft and engage with a year-end strategy. You cannot be successful without an action plan. So my final thoughts for today, define what year-end success will look like. Define your action plan. Explain these actions to your team and then commit to that process. 
review your performance scores month by month so that you can fine tune any part of the process. Success is not guaranteed because you have an action plan and it will take effort and in some cases flexibility so that you're meeting the priorities and goals that you have set. We do wish you all the best to close out the year and I personally hope that the information we have shared today goes a long way to help improve your familiarity with the quality improvement process. With that, we're going to close and of course, we do have one final message from the PQS team. Our team here at PQS has a couple of favors to ask of you, our podcast listener. First, we encourage you to share this podcast with two friends because if you share this with two friends and each of them shares it with two friends, it really helps us hit a larger listening audience. Second, we also wanna take a moment to remind you to subscribe to the podcast wherever you may find it. And then if you have any questions or topics you would like us to address, please contact us. The best way to do so is to email info at pharmacyquality.com. Let us know what is on your mind and what we can address so that you are fully informed. Our goal is to continuously improve our podcast content and to provide meaningful information to our listeners based on current topics in healthcare, technology, and quality measurement. We want to help you become as effective as possible in how you care for patients and improve public health outcomes. So until next time, we wish you well.